are back in town baby man i'll tell you what jack it up let's go long 420 ish wow buck 17 off the bat schwarber and a harp rocking the place tonight 45,326 they're all there Mrs. G was there tonight. KG, Joey, Diane, all in attendance. The house was rocking, baby. High atop the west side of Cherry Hill on a Monday night NLCS game one. NLCS. So, uh, welcome to the short show and a good show after a hate to say getting used to it type of thing because as soon as you say that it won't happen the next day right uh rubbish perish of thought but I, but in a way you know get kind of get used to it. what you're getting used to is certainly when wills was on the mound his first couple you know three innings i didn't have time to look up uh and it's it's out there it's readily uh, available uh wheelers ERA first three innings. I want to do it regular in post. It's going to be some type of gaudy number. He's unhittable. He's unhittable in the first inning. He's unhittable in the first inning. I mean, because you see the players, it's mismatch. The other day they were talking about the shadows. And, yeah, 5 o'clock, you get some shadowing. I said to Mayor, it ain't the shadows. It's that filthy bastard on the mound. I mean, he, his ball's moving all over the place at 98 miles an hour. They talk about the length and stretch. It makes it look like it's 101. It's, they say basically add three miles an hour to Wheeler's ball because of his release point, how it comes out of his hand, gets into technical stuff. Simply stated, 98 appears to be 101 to the hitter. And that's what it appears to the hitter because I've seen enough 98, and 98 with stuff is devastating. But what's happening on reactions to Wheeler is more than devastating. I mean, the, the, these are professional hitters that don't appear to have a chance. Now, think of how often you say that uh, in postseason baseball. I mean, you don't have the pitchers anymore that come in and just, you know, vapor lock, boom, boom, and, and the hitters are late swinging. 
you know, Sadie Koufax, he's passed away. God bless us all. I mean, I think he has. <laughs> Sorry, Sandy, if you if you haven't, I put you in the cemetery. But I mean, the Gibbs, the days of Gibson were just come in and knock people down and and knock them out, and you had no chance. Uh, Wheeler does that like it's just old fashioned baseball, where you ju- you don't have a chance in the first inning. And and why is he never wild? Uh, maybe I'm forgetting a game recently where he was. I'm sure I am getting old, but to me. He's so automatic lockdown in that first and second, third inning. And then if you keep the charts on him like I do, you can almost start to put 94-95 into the fourth inning because that's where he'll be, and he was tonight. You know, it, it starts at 96-97, you get the drift first inning. Second inning, 96, 96, 96, 97, 95, you introduce 95, so on and so forth. Third inning, I won't do every inning, kill you here, but 95, 95, 95, 96, blah, 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 blah. And by the, by the fifth inning, it's like he's a different pitcher. He, he, I, it looks to me like he runs himself out of gas. I just wonder if he could pace better. I imagine not. He's got to come out and all amped up and give it everything he's got. Um, but it's a very, very predictable uh, pattern with Wheeler. I've kept the the uh, pitch charts on him. And, you know, you're, you'll get an occasional 98, but you're not going to see it again in the sixth inning. Some pitchers will you hear often, oh, you're still throwing a ball 97 in the seventh inning. That's... Very rarely, that's not wheels. But anyway, great game by him overall. 5-3 win. Uh, what can you say? Uh, well, I can say two things. I'll say this about guts. We don't often open the podcast. Well, the podcast is five minutes old. Not exactly in the opening comment, right? This is what really disappointed me tonight. Uh, one baseball guy to another, all of you, you know, a growing number. It's really cool, man. Going into the diner tonight and we got 12 new listeners and are telling me about the show and making these very exact comments and they've told their uncles and the numbers are good and it's really neat this is definitely really really neat so what surprised me tonight gutty you get this guy i've told you so much about and some of you've seen him maybe not but you know corbin carroll 55 steals this year five five thrown out and, and granted, it's, you don't want to open up and get thrown out and erased, and that's kind of a negative momentum. But to not run at all in, in the first at bat, you got to be kidding me. He, he gets on base, and he becomes a potted plant. And what, what signal does that send of aggressiveness? I mean, it bothered me like you can't imagine. I'm pulling for the Phillies. Of course I am. But I'm also always coaching the games both ways. And when I see things that I don't think are fundamentally sound at the ripe old age of 70, you know, I want to call Tommy and and, uh, and uh, Frank Trotman, Bake, and tell them about it and say, hey, they're not playing the game right. You know, if you got a guy that steals 55 bases and he does, he, he, I, come on, get on, get on your, your horse, man. Let's go. You get thrown out. Okay, you're aggressive. You know, you send him, you send him a message that you're going to play aggressive, but to, uh, to have him on first base and just become the potted plan, I, I didn't buy that at all. I, I thought it was 
borderline disgusting. I know that's a strong word, but I thought it was borderline disgusting. <laughs> I mean, come on, 55 stolen bases with five thrown out? I'm, I mean, I don't know how the heck they do that. And here's the other thing I don't know how they Here's the two how the hecks. I've told so many people about Zach Gowan, you know, the kid from Eustis, right? Um, and he's just a pit bull of a pitcher, and he's smart, and he's really effective with his off-speed stuff. Great control. How he opens up throwing, I mean, you talk about center cut USDA prime choice, middle, 92, middle, you see the pitch chart, uh, the the box, the pitch box, it, both of them to Schwarber and Harper, and pros are not going to miss ninety two center cut. They don't miss it. That's why they're pros, and the home run hitters really don't miss it because that's what they're sitting on. And they got the video and the film, and they they've seen how he opens up, and they're aggressive. Why do you think they're swinging at the first pitch? knocking the ball uh, over the park, that's premeditated. That's comes from their offensive meetings, from all the film work and whatnot. They know how Gallon opens up. But, you know, if you don't have a, a live fastball, you can't be throwing 92 over the middle of the plate. I mean, that's just a joke. So, I mean, it, it's just, that's a bad approach. And he really paid for it. And that was kind of the ball game. That was kind of the ball game. When you're down 2 nothing that fast, there is such a, a mental letdown to that. Right away, you know you got to get the, the two runs back on not just not just Wheeler now. No, no, let's start giving the bullpen the, the, the credit it deserves, richly deserves. All right, let's take a look at what you know Alvarado and whatnot are doing. How are they doing that one, Joey? Uh, I mean, he's locked down now. Yeah, he'll, of course he'll get wild. That's that's the way he pitches. But he's, he's locked down stuff. He's filthy now. So you're not just going to get your shot at Wheeler to get back in this game. you got to beat the Phillies' bullpen. Good luck doing that. And you trail 2 nothing, and you trail 3 nothing right away. All of the above, you know, weighted, considered that I actually thought Arizona, and what they will do, the Diamondbacks, is they're pesky like that. They will stay in the game and fight their way back as they did tonight. They had to think they had to tie and run at the plate in the seventh, eighth, and ninth. If somebody catches one, we're still playing baseball. Speaking of still playing baseball, how nice is it to have the game over uh, under three hours? Do you remember the days of playoff games with TV commercials and whatnot that were four hours? I mean, it, this was two hours and 40 minutes. Heck, you know, Mara will be home by midnight. Uh, defensively, a lot of balls were hit hard for both teams, right at um, in the, the defensive players. Um, Philly's positioning throughout the playoffs has just been spectacular, superb. The position on some balls hit the start and uh, really hard. One hoppers now, to his credit, he's made some very difficult, if not difficult, blistered balls you know, exit speed 115 right at him. Try fielding that someday. That'll wake you up. And, uh, you know, he's making it look routine. Hasn't the entire infield, maybe you won't hear this on the other uh, show, but 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 this show, uh, hasn't the entire infield defense gotten better? All boats, right? All boats rise with Harper at first base. And there's a reason for that. 
Harper's the kind of first baseman now where he can tell the infielders, let it rip. I've played with first basemen that have seen infielders trying to pinpoint throws and said repeatedly to infielders, come up quicker and fire. Let it rip. I got your back. I'll pick it. Don't worry. I'll stretch. I'll get to it. Get it near me, but but fire. Don't come up three-quarter arm. You know, that arm slot speeds everything as an infielder, right? And you take great comfort knowing you got a gold glove over there at first base. And Harper's defensive metrics are fantastic. Uh, not a huge sample size, but plus-plus all the way around. Uh, he's getting the balls. Um, the only problem Harper has at first base right now, and I was, I was happy the other night to see him play a little bit traffic cop, the hardest play at first base, if you haven't played first base and you just watch baseball but may not realize it by just watching it, is, believe it or not, on what ball to yield to your right. A first baseman new to the game or the position has a tendency to want to go after everything hard to his right. Think about it. The other positions, you're ostensibly allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that first base. At first base, if you go too hard to your right, Often, there won't be anybody at the bag when the pitcher's delayed. So I saw Harper last game point uh, to second base and uh, and direct traffic a little bit, and he got back to first. In other words, that's your ball. I'm going back to first base. Uh, Hey, communicate any way you can, right? Whatever works. But uh, I think he's an insurance policy for the infielders to go ahead and, and, and throw it hard, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make the play. Um, but just his bat, I mean, the offense, uh, 10 home runs in the postseason, the last two postseasons is ridiculous. The Phillies with, what, 12 home runs in the last five games. The, the, the home run numbers are just ridiculous. Um, now, two for 10 tonight with runners in scoring position, uh, not good, but – you know, that's been something that's plagued them for, for years, and they home run their way around it. What are you going to do? There'll be games you may not win, hopefully not in the postseason, that where it'll cost you, but, you know, right now they're they're long balling their way around it. Um, so they're living to tell about it. But, you know, you come out, you pop a few, you get up, 3 nothing, and wheels is on the mountain. And to tell you the truth, I should admit this. This is going to, I want to get some, uh, my phone's going to blow up tomorrow on this full transparency. One of my favorite movies of all time is The Wolf of Wall Street. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm an addict, okay? And it was one channel up. You know, if I had to set the gauges and all that stuff, maybe not. But it was only one channel up. So I got lulled in a little bit after it was the Phillies were up big. I got lulled in and, uh, and I actually missed some, some of the game, but I got some backfill, and I heard the interviews. Uh, you know, it was pretty much a straightforward game. I mean, there's some at-bats. There's no doubt that the uh, Diamondbacks would like to have over. Uh, but pretty much a uh, straightaway game. Phillies come out on the, on the uh, attack and hit the ball in the ballpark and, and go up, and they got their best pitcher on the mound, and that's pretty much the story. But the bullpen still has to come in and, and do the job. Um you know, we have to make the plays. As I said, our position is just – our position has been fantastic throughout the series. Our glove work, in my opinion, has been fantastic throughout the series. This is not the Phillies 
uh, defense, much uh, maligned defense, where you can start to predict errors, you know, third base, and second base, and Turner, of course, has not cleaned it up yet. Uh, I think we have to pretty much live with that. So we're back at it tomorrow. Um, it'll be uh, Kelly versus uh, Nola. Uh, I still love it over there at the bank. I don't. I don't think that the cauldron is. They ignite the cauldron and let it go. It was crazy tonight. I sense it wasn't quite as crazy. I'm going to tell you a reason why. Uh, game temperature is was much uh, chillier tonight. And I think that acts as a bit of a sedative, you know. <laughs> I saw in last year's playoff, it was just a little colder. When you got those 75-degree nights, short sleeve, everything's just perfect for baseball. And then you got all those exciting plays. You know, it's, it's just insane. But tonight when you jump out to that lead and then the offense goes quiet a little bit and you got, you know, wheels on the mound – that's going to lull you to sleep a little bit for a few innings, right? So the action kind of slacks off a little bit, and I thought the crowd maybe went with it. But anytime they're they're needed or they're called upon, you damn well know they're they're going to be there. Yeah, the 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 Red Sea, the Red Storm, just unbelievable what we've created here in Philadelphia as a home field advantage and. Uh, I, you know, in my opinion, I said five, and I think it's over in five. Uh, I don't know that Arizona will put up much of a fight. Um, I mean, to do it against the, you know, we could break down why they did it against the Dodgers. We don't have time for this podcast, trying to keep it 20 under. We could, now Milwaukee's the horse of a different color, because Milwaukee did have their pitchers, for the most part, healthy. Uh, their star was out, but they, they had very good pitching. And, and they also had leads of 3 nothing, And they came back twice. So they're a pesky team, Arizona. They don't quit as they did not tonight. Um, but then again, they're not the type of team that's going to put normally 14 hits up, you know, and continue to, to, to peck away that way. So who's to say? I, I like the Phillies in five. And I think they're just playing dominant baseball right now. And when you throw the home runs in uh, with the offense, the batting average, the OPS – um, the defense, the bullpen, and the starting pitcher. What did I miss? What did I miss? How they go first to third? You know, how they cut the bag? Yeah, we have to remind Harper when there's a sensational catch at center field and he runs by the bag on his way back to first base. <laughs> you know, I mean, fine-tuned. You know, the, the zen in the art of motorcycle maintenance at that point, right? You got to be really proud of the team. Uh, how about this? How about the Texas up two nothing over Houston? I don't know who you'd rather play. Uh, I'll take Texas over Houston because I still hold Houston in very high regard. I know Texas is uh, is very good, very very good. And then they hit they hit through the lineup. It'd be a great World Series, but that's getting ahead of herself. I refuse to do it. Not on my watch. I will not do that. Uh, I should remind everybody that uh, we don't give out sporting tips here on this show, speaking of sports. Uh, but I do recall that I told everybody after that embarrassing game to Louisville that uh, if I were a betting man, I would look very heavily on the Irish minus two and a half this week and that, and yet, and that they would be a favorite 
Most people said, oh, they're not going to be a favorite of undefeated USC. They were the favorite, and they won by 8,000 points. Uh, they got some help with their defense, and offensively, I thought they were a little underachieving. They win the game by plenty, and they do cover. And uh, somebody sent me a text today, why don't you give out more sports handicapping advice? Uh, do you realize in the years that you've done it from the beginning with Mitch that you're 9-1? I did not realize that. I don't realize that because I have not kept record of – I've kept a lot of records – I fall back on some stuff that we've said, but I do not have any uh, records on uh, on tips, handicapping tips. And uh, with the problem that we see with the kids nowadays, um, I'm not I'm not going to get into that and uh, do anything to encourage, uh, even though it's legal, sports gambling because of the pandemic problem and uh, and it costs marriage, it costs jobs. Uh, people lose young couples are losing homes and uh, it's a it's a bad situation and I can't stand to hear it during the game when they say oh and that parlay was won by Mary you know uh, da Stein out of it because it just during the game it just repulses me enough uh, let's uh, nail down tomorrow night let's get game number two uh, let's hope that the cauldron is lit uh, properly and uh, we have the magic that we've seen early in the game. And um, we, we head to Arizona up uh, to zip. And uh, that would be terrific. So uh, I don't know if we missed anything, uh, copious notes, but then again, the Wolf of Wall Street did, did take me out a few winnings. <laughs> Truth be told, right? Anyway, that's a wrap. And... Uh, Great game, great win, great fan support, great home field, great happy birthday, Harper, uh, and all that. We had a few birthdays today. Uh, David, Harper, a uh, few of them out there. Anyway, that's it. Welcome. Thank you, Jimmy, for filling in, the producer, and doing a fantastic job. And Richie, welcome back, and uh, who also does a fantastic job. So we've been in good hands. Thank you, Chance, very, very much for uh, really good behind-the-scenes work, man, making this show look uh, look really good. So uh, that's a wrap, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow night. Short show uh, after another win. 